Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Too Tall For You. Hello, and welcome to Too Tall For You. Uh, Today, I'm talking to one of my oldest, bestest friends, Ann Tate. Hello. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I... Just really quickly, Anne and I have been friends since, like, fourth grade, so, like, 14 years. We've been elementary, middle school, and high school together, and we went to college in the same state, but we went to rival schools, so it's fine. But, Anne, do you want to just introduce yourself really quick? Yeah, for sure. Um, So, I'm Anne Tate. Like, Berkeley said, we've known each other since, like, fourth grade um, and have been best friends ever since, and... I went to BYU up in Utah, of course. Berkeley went to University of Utah. You. Anyway. Um, <laughs> she had to get me for my birthday when you're a BYU shirt that was... <laughs> but whatever. We're still friends. Exactly. It's okay. Um, yeah, so I was also born and raised... Well, I was born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada, Henderson. And I just graduated from BYU, actually, earlier this year. And basically, being tall has always been a part of my identity in life and is like a, a big reason why I think Berkeley and I became friends kind of early on, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited for this, uh, this conversation with you because I don't think we've ever really talked about how we feel about being tall. Like, we've always just like been tall together and like had people say dumb stuff or, like, laughed about the stupid things that people have said. But, like, I don't think we've ever really, like, talked about, like, how much we love certain things or, like, what was hard about being tall. And I don't know. So I'm I'm super stoked about this because we've been friends for so long. And that's a big part of our lives that we have never really discussed. Yeah, exactly. I felt the same way. It was was kind of like – I felt like there were a lot of things that we both kind of unspoken felt and, like, understood. But we, like – and because of that, we just, like, never sat down and was like, how do you feel about this? Um, <laughs> I guess I should say, okay, so I am 5'10", so honestly, I might be on the shorter range of tall girls you talk to <laughs> on your tall girl podcast, but I I don't feel short, and I think that's what matters. <laughs> okay, cool. No, I was going to, I'm going to kind of ask you about that in a little bit, but we're going to start with a rocket round of questions, just so everyone listening can get to know you a little bit. Ooh, okay. So, you, I'm going to give you 45 seconds to answer these questions, and I'm just going to, like, list them off. Um, I'm going to try and explain, there's not, like, really rules, but, like, just say the first thing that comes to your head, because you want to get through as many as you can. I'm going to give you, like, two skips. <laughs> so, if you can't, like, if you're just freezing for an answer, you can just say skip and we'll go to the next one. But, um. Okay. My hardest thing with these is I always want to explain my answer don't explain it if we need to. We can come back to it after the 45 seconds and, and figure out what the first thing was that came to your head and why that was. Okay, but, okay, perfect. All right. All right, ready? Yes. Set. Go. All right, favorite food? Uh, sushi. <laughs> favorite book? Percy Jackson. <laughs> favorite color? Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, pink. <laughs> favorite TV show? Record of Youth. It's Korean. Ooh. Favorite holiday destination? Whistler, Canada. No way. Okay, favorite dessert? Um, brownies. 
Um, what's the last thing you bought online? Um, a pair of bike shorts. <laughs> what song reminds you of your childhood? Um, Natasha Bedingfield. The forget the one. It's about sunshine. <laughs> Pocketful of sunshine. All right, that's that's, it. <laughs> that's time. Okay. <laughs> All right, stop timer. Okay, that's so funny. Like, I know you pretty well, and I was actually like. I was excited. Like, I thought these questions would be funny because I know how I feel about being asked about my favorite book and favorite TV show. And I was like, don't ask me those. I can never pick one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know your favorite destination was Whistler. I didn't. When did, have you, when did you go to Whistler? Cause... Okay, yeah. So we would, um, there used to be medical conferences up there. And so, okay. um, so my, my dad is a doctor and, which of course, you know, Berkeley, but um, yeah. <laughs> when I was in uh, elementary school and middle school, um, he would take me and my brother up with him sometimes. And so Whistler is just right outside of Vancouver and it's a big skiing, um, resort up there. And so, um, I haven't been there in like years, but we would go skiing with my dad up there. And that is like, when you said like Christmas, like vacation spot, that is like my favorite place to go because it's snowy and it's like the cutest like little winter village up there and so I even though I haven't been there in forever that's still just like I have like the best childhood memories from there well I just think it's so funny because obviously we've never talked about this but like <laughs> I've been to Canada once and the only t place we've been was Whistler and we went for like at, like right after Christmas to New Year's and like we were skiing and, and again Wait, it was like a long time ago that is so funny no yeah <laughs> right like that's so weird yeah we went Gentry wasn't even born me and Kenyon were young I all I remember is we were skiing a bunch we had a hot tub right outside the room and we watched Goonies New Year's Eve like that's all I remember about this place but like that's hysterical <laughs> that that's what you picked that is so funny okay, okay. Um, other question, was Percy Jackson the first thing that came to your head, or is that actually your favorite book? Okay, both. It is the first one that came <laughs> okay. to my head, but thinking about it, um, again, it's hard. It's impossible to choose a favorite book. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine it's like choosing a favorite child. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, maybe I, it came to my head first, because recently I've been wanting to reread it again, you know? Um, yeah. And so, just as far as like books go it's just such a solid piece of literature that like it, it's kind of like a comfort food I can always go back to it and read it and like I know what I'm getting myself into and you just love it you know for sure so for everyone listening Anne and I I can't remember if I said this or just said that we had things similar things in co like favorite hobbies but reading is one of them and so we could talk about books for hours <laughs> we very much enjoyed this series as it was coming out and yeah okay I feel like there was one more thing that you said that from these questions that I was oh a tv show oh yeah tv <laughs> show I didn't even I'd never even heard of it what's it called so that's actually it's called record of youth it's it's just the show that I'm watching right now um okay so what's happened recently is that my mom started watching <laughs> um like these Chinese dramas that were on Netflix okay and then I got sucked into them <laughs> I'm, I'm learning Chinese on Duolingo now because of them no way yeah which just means i like for five minutes a day i like click matching <laughs> play matching games on duolingo but it's fine um anyway so then she found this this other show which um is a korean drama and the korean dramas are uh, a 
a little higher quality than these Chinese ones that we've been watching. And it's actually super good. But the funny thing is when you first asked me about that question, the first thing that popped into my head was Supernatural. Just because I think maybe I'm talking to you. <laughs> and the thing is, I wouldn't even say that like Supernatural is my all-time favorite or anything. It's, it's just yeah. one that like I've watched for so long. You know, yeah. it's, it's never ending. Right. The fact that it is actually over is like surreal and like unbelievable. I know it's crazy. I mean, we were, oh my gosh, in high school. Remember when we dressed up as Sam and Dean for Halloween that one year? <laughs> yeah, and that was. And despite you being the definite taller one, I was Sam and you were Dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the best we could do for Halloween. That's pretty funny. Was, no, that was, that was a great costume. It was so fun though, but. Anyway, and so with TV shows, I, I would say right now that really is just my favorite. And it's kind of like a heartfelt, um, makes you feel good. The, the one main guy in it is just so darn cute. Oh my goodness. When he smiles, you're just like, wow. <laughs> Hit a dopamine. Cute. We love it. <laughs> well, you and I always like love the plots of shows and watch things after we read the books and stuff. But like, I don't think I've ever really watch a show simply because I like the people in it that's not true that's actually really false but that's more (laughs) more so that's more that's more so about movies but like tv shows I watch them more because of like plotline and stuff whatever for the first time I have just watched been been watching still currently watching the show Outlander simply because one of my teammates was like the main guy in that show is so attractive okay and he is I could watch that show just to stare at him so I heard that about Outlander too actually I've been like I keep seeing it on my Netflix suggested and I've been wanting to watch it. So now that that you've suggested it, I think it's fake. (laughs) I will. (laughs) I know. That's how it works. We'll suggest suggest something that we like, we've been hearing for forever. Like, all right, if she likes it, I'll like it so I can do it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, so funny. Okay. Back to tallness over here. (laughs) Um, One of my questions that I've been wanting to get out there or, my house of weather up there stories um do you have do you have like one particular memory or thing that somebody said to you that was like just so funny because I've actually never been asked how's the weather up there but that's like the whole thing about being tall right like I've never been asked that but is there one thing that somebody said one comment that is like always stuck with you that you thought was hysterical or whatever I'm trying to think um probably I wouldn't say anything in particular sticks out, um, but what I do think of is that it's never been like when I've been alone, I've gotten comments like that. It's more um, oftentimes when I'm traveling with my family, and so I mm-hmm. should I should first note that I actually am the shortest <laughs> in my family at 5'10", which is funny. Lily's taller than you? Yeah. My little sister Lily, Lily is taller than me, and my older sister Hillary is the tallest. And it's funny because we're honestly all right around five ten. Um, I think I'm like technically five nine and three quarters, um, and so they, they've passed me up just a little bit. And then <laughs> my older brother Jackson, of course, is six six. So, mm-hmm. and then my my mom is six foot, and my dad is six two. So. Um, just when we have been traveling together as a family, especially when we've been in like Europe or uh, places, other places like that, we um, will just get a lot of comments about that. Like, wow, you're such a tall family. 
And that's when I've felt especially tall has been when we've been, say, when we've been in Italy before. The Italians, honestly, um, are, some of them are pretty short, especially the, the women. And so when we've been around people like that, we feel like this towering family. And that's been pretty funny. But, and that's when I feel the most American too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that recently happened, actually, that stands out to me is when you and me went to lunch, like uh, maybe a few months ago when you were still uh, here in Vegas. And the cashier asked if you're like Scandinavian or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty and funny. That, that was funny. And, um, you were wearing, I remember you wore like these super cute heels that day too. And so you oh, yeah. were even taller. And so I remember that was pretty funny recently. But I don't think I ever got the comments that maybe you did of like, wow, you're really tall. Because I was like, I'm like on that cusp of tallness. Yeah. But you still deal with it. But um, uh, just side note, I feel like anybody who's listening to this, I started with the fact that we've been friends for 14 years and now I've had like 15 questions about like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this about you. I didn't know this about you. Like, I didn't know Lily was taller than you. I didn't know your favorite show. And I'm like, we really are friends, but like COVID and like living on different continents right now has messed that up. So it's this is our catching up. It's very true, but... <laughs> We also are definitely that friendship where, I mean, we can go months without talking and then we talk again yeah. and it's like nothing has changed. And I would yeah. say is the best type of friendship. That's true. We, our longest joke that like, I think you put it on Twitter and I like screenshot it. It's so like I come across it every once in a while, but it's like Berkeley and I are the kind of friends that watch Netflix on the same account from different places. I'm like, <laughs> yep. That was it. <laughs> That's yep. how we roll. <laughs> Okay, so you've kind of, let's just like dive into this family aspect. You've kind of, um, I mean, you've mentioned how tall everyone is. Uh, What's that? Like, I mean, we can talk about like that and and you and like your identity about being tall. But like, has that, what has that been like? Has that helped, like helped you accept being tall? Has it made it harder? Like, I don't know. Just how do you feel about that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my relationship with being tall, honestly, has changed as I've gotten older, which um, may seem obvious. But for me, very early on, you know, being tall and coming from a tall family, that was like part of my identity. And I like loved that. I loved that my family was tall. And when I was like still growing, I wanted to be six foot just like my mom. I was like, I just want to reach at least six foot, which I never did. (laughs) But (laughs) I like took pride in the fact of like being able to tell people that the house that we live in now that we've lived in for like over you know like 12 years when mm-hmm. my parents built it like 12 years ago they had the counters and the cabinets built just like a little taller because I mean they were just like tall people and yeah, and so especially I actually didn't know that that's so cool I, no wonder I feel so at home at your house <laughs> <I know. laughs> well it was funny because especially as a child everything just seemed so out of reach and then I'd go out of- <laughs> To like to other people's houses and it seems so much it seemed more normal anyway so that's a funny tidbit but that's um, cool. then just like being friends with you in high school I I just like felt so normal when I was around you and especially because we also kind of seem to have tall friends too like um mm-hmm. two of my our guy friends um Kareem and David 
they were like six eight and six six and um just other people we were around I don't, I don't know how that just like happened to be but it, i don't feel like we were friends with a lot of um a lot of shorter people which you're like okay are, are you being like <laughs> discriminatory <laughs> against shorter people no it's that's i'm just like kind of painting a picture of i always just like felt so comfortable with my height mm-hmm. i think because i was around you all the time um and and it just like felt Me normal too. and because like i was around my family all the time and you know mm-hmm. and so then i went off to college to byu and again kind of how the the cards fell i all of my like good friends just happened to be shorter and not not just like shorter than me but like short (laughs) (laughs) like somewhere around like five foot five foot two um they're just shorter and that's when i started to actually feel self-conscious about it which is interesting really yeah Hmm. or like i ever felt self-conscious about it at all um i had honestly never truly felt that way in high school or anything like that um but then uh up in utah i kind of felt a little like oh you know what it might be kind of nice if i was only like five five i i could buy pants at target and they would fit um (laughs) yeah you know maybe and well yeah living that budget life of a college student (laughs) yeah for sure but I realized that that also came about because that's when, like, you start to date seriously. And mm-hmm. it was sometimes a little hard when I was friends with, okay, so maybe I shouldn't say this, but my family's term <laughs> for people who are who are really short is midget gherkins. And that just, like, <laughs> that just, like, came about. I don't even know how. And I know, I know midget now is, like, I don't think a, like, that's not what you call little people. But that, mm-hmm. that's our term for people who are, like, you know, short, Like average short. height. Right, right. Oh, like okay. av- or, or average height, actually, for us. Yeah. And so I was being surrounded by these shorter girls. They attracted different guys, too. And mm-hmm. so sometimes I did feel like a bit of an odd one out when they would make friends with these, these guys that were, like, 5'10", like my height. And sometimes mm-hmm. I felt like I could bench press them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Okay, question on that. Yeah. Like, because that's something I've always struggled with. And it's, I tell people and they think it sounds so silly, but it's like when you're taller than most of the guys you know, you feel more like, not that I even feel masculine, but like I feel like a man almost just because I'm bigger than all these girls that I'm with and I'm I'm the same size as these guys and bigger than some of these guys and not even like thickness wise it's just like that height you know you're towering over people and it's like I want to feel feminine and like I like yes yeah yeah I think I think you just hit the nail on the head with that um I think that's where it like came down to you know and Mm -hmm. like you know you don't want to feel that way but it's it just kind of happens. You just kind of fall into it. And I think that that was something hard too, especially because as you realize, like guys who are 5'10 and, and girls who are 5'10, they just like, because of how biology, biology like shakes out, you just, he, <laughs> I feel taller as a 5'10 girl than a guy who's 5'10. And maybe it's oh, yeah, just because sure. like, I like, you know what I mean? 
Uh-huh. Yeah. And because guys can be like lanky and 5'10", but I don't like most girls that I meet that are 5'10", they're just like not like stocky or anything, but they just like have more substance like I do, you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, you've... that's just how the very first time I felt um, self-conscious about it. I've gotten over that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back good. to being proud of being tall. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, I, well, I actually have ahead. a question for you. Sorry. Yeah. I feel no, like, es- especially with dating, um, you know, sometimes you'll see online that, um, you know, guys will get mad at, at girls saying like, you, you know, you want a tall guy, like that's so shallow or whatever. Um, I feel like that does not apply to us. <laughs> It's not a want. I feel like it's more of a need. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I've always felt like, for you, how important is height when you're looking for a husband? Yeah. um, This is a funny question to me. Well, not funny. Like, it's a serious question. Like, (laughs) but long time ago pretty sure on a Sunday in the middle of a ch- in church like right after sacrament heading to the first meeting like someone I think someone asked me would you ever marry someone shorter than you and I was kind of like why would you ask me that like yeah like now I have to answer that question and say yes or no and I was like I'm not I'm not gonna say no because because of karma I'm gonna say no and next thing you know I'm gonna meet the person I'm supposed to marry and they're gonna be three feet shorter than me right so right then right then and there I was like I'm not against, like, I'm not against the guy being shorter than me. Like, I would, I would like <laughs> the guy to be taller than me. And yeah. that goes back to what we were just talking about. Like, yeah. I want to feel feminine. I want to feel like the girl in the relationship. And, but a lot of that comes down to the guy's attitude and like their confidence in themselves. Like if they're, if they know who they are and like, then that doesn't affect how I feel, you know, like, right. or that makes me feel better about just being me. And like, that's something I need to get over, but um, yeah, I guess, like, I would, while I'm still young, I would love to date guys taller than me. Like, if I get on dating apps for a minute, I set those standards. <laughs> like, I'm only going to see people who are as tall as me or taller. Like, yeah. because why not? If I'm going to do superficial and, like, just look at who you are, like, I might as well only look at the ones that are taller than me. Like, right. and that's, like, so, I'm the worst storyteller ever, ever. So, <laughs> Did I answer your question? I don't yes. particularly remember what your specific question was, but... <laughs> no, no, you did. And I know it's a loaded question because it's something that I think we had kind of talked about before, but I, yeah. like, hadn't asked you out, outright about it, you know? And yeah. um, I, I feel, I think, similar to how you do on it. And before it, it for me, it's almost like an anxiety of kind of like you said, of course, I would really like a guy who is taller than me. But I feel like, honestly, you might be a lot less shallow than I am in this regard. Because <laughs> I feel like you are even more open <laughs> than I am uh, about that. But of course, I mean, for me, and Berkeley, I'm sorry about this. But for me, it's a lot easier for me to find a guy who's taller than me than for you. Um, uh, but I think... One day what I realized thinking about it was that it's okay for you to say, you know what, no, I want a a tall guy. Because just like how, you know, you can't control 
how you look or like how other people look um and like people are attracted to other people for certain reasons and like you can't control how like someone turns out or whatever uh like god just like made them that way and and they love them for that or whatever height is is a part of that height is a part of looks Mm -hmm. and so sometimes i've seen the argument of guys are like okay well you want a tall girl well like girls need to like weigh less than like 120 pounds for me or something like that and that first off (laughs) is the stupidest argument i've ever heard (laughs) but also it's because you it's it's okay to have preferences and Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to be like well also I don't want my husband being the shortest in the family I'm the shortest (laughs) in the family and let's keep it that way I also don't want my husband getting absolutely dunked on by my brother on Thanksgiving like when they're playing basketball (laughs) just thinking about that unless he's unless he's okay with that I really like the point that you said of like how comfortable he is I definitely might consider a guy who's maybe just a, a, around my height or a little shorter if he's comfortable in it like i mm-hmm. feel like i would have so much like inward anxiety and like self-consciousness if he was feeling that way too you know and i feel oh, like that sure. that wouldn't be that wouldn't be fair for them either but um i don't know anyway so like i said i think you're a lot less shallow than i am in that <laughs> regard though because um i know that like you definitely are the personality of when you like find someone you start to love them like that like becomes all that matters to you you know yeah I that's kind of what I was going to go back to like I think one of my questions in the (laughs) rocket round it's like lower in there but like do you um do you think love and first do you think love at first sight is a thing like could you fall in love at first sight? Um, no. I don't think for me. Uh, but I can qualify and... that by saying... Okay. I think that you can definitely, like, establish whether you're attracted to someone at first sight or not. Um, Agreed. So, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I think... I agree with both things you said. I think... I don't think I could fall in love at first sight. Mm-hmm. But I do think you know if you're attracted to someone. And I think it's important to be attracted to someone. Now, I have also think I've learned that someone becomes more attractive to me as I get to know them. And I like who they are. Um, But on the flip side of that, there have been guys who are shorter than me that I've been friends with. And that I have... Maybe I'm not quite sure where I am on the love spectrum if Mm -hmm. I've fallen in love with someone or not, but like have gotten to that point because of their character and who they are as a person. I was, I'm like, I respect who you are and I, the height doesn't matter to me, you know, like I, I enjoy spending time with you and you make me happy and that's what's important to me. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's a hair in my mouth. (laughs) All right, that was nice. <laughs> um, no, and I definitely agree with you too. I've been in situations where, like, I've found someone more attractive as I've gotten to know them more, and uh, like you said, it's about how you feel when you're around that person. If that person makes you feel comfortable and like you like to be around that person, that ultimately is like all 
that matters. And I get that. Yeah, it's kind of funny. This, a lot of things about being tall affect the rest of my life. I'm sure you feel that way too. But like in this regards to like dating, it almost makes me like question how I date because I don't think I'm, I don't think like one-off dates are my kind of thing. Like all the people that I tend to become more attractive to, we can say like are because I spend more time with them. And it's like, Mm because I spend more time with them in a friend situation or just like a casual situation. Whereas like all of a sudden you're going on a date and it becomes a big deal. And so I'm like, I don't know how I feel about dating because I go on one date and it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to get to know them because we're both kind of, I'm trying to be as real as I can, but like you can only be so real on a first date when you're not comfortable with someone. Right. So it's like, I'm like, how can I be in more friend situations and get to know somebody like that before I try and date them. I don't know. No, I It's a question I for someone smarter than me. <laughs> I completely agree with you. It took me a while, honestly, to realize that I'm exactly the same way you are. I can't just, like, go on a first date with someone, like, blind date, and then, like, want to spend more time with them that way. Even yeah. if I think they're cute, because it's like hard for me I have to establish that like friendship first and that's how I get to know if like if I when I when I start to think I, I like someone like that you know and um it definitely is hard especially I know you can relate to this after you graduate college because in college it's so easy to meet people and you're always meeting new people or whatever and so this like post-college stage I think for us especially it's meeting people at like church or whatever but I've just realized that for me it's just about constantly trying to make friends trying to hang out with people I'm such a hypocrite for saying that too because I've (laughs) since I've graduated college I've you know moved back home just for now and I don't hang out with anyone other than my nephew (laughs) well that's also because of COVID though don't sell yourself short right there is a pandemic but (laughs) (laughs) there's just a little crazy thing going on in the world right now. (laughs) Right. But, and so that's why also, how do you feel about dating apps? Yeah. (laughs) I download them and delete them and download them and delete them. Yeah. I don't think I've been on, like, I'm going to think about this before I say this out loud really quick. (laughs) I'm not positive I've been on a single date from an app that I've gone on a second date. So like, yeah, I don't know. But cause first of all, I, I hate meeting people over text. Like I try as hard as I can to be the same person over text as I am in real life. And I, I'm sure I fall short often. So like, I just, I don't trust that someone else is being as real to me over text when you first meet on an app. Yeah. And so I try as quick as I can to meet someone in real life after we match. Ooh, I just remembered that is a false statement. I have gone on a second date, but it didn't go very well. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> um, just had to clear that up again. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think it can work. I think you have to be pretty lucky. Yeah. I would agree with you on all of those. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I realized that some girls are just like different. They like can meet someone, mm-hmm. you know, on a first date and then like, you know, decide they're attracted to him and 
and really like them and, and then they but for me I'm like don't touch me until we've been friends yeah. for like <laughs> like months which seems so weird even if I think they're like they're super cute I like I can't immediately go into that like cute like hand holding lovey dovey phase like some other girls can which is totally fine I just re- I like just had to realize that like that's okay that I'm not that way Oh, for sure. I totally agree. I, like, I'm not a touchy-feely person, even with, like, mm-hmm. my family. We're kind of, like, we don't really sit around and cuddle on the couch, all of us. Like, that's just, we keep our distance. Like, and some fam- families are super close and do that, and that is what it is, but, like... Yeah, you had to put up with all my hugs in high school. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, again, like, if it's someone I'm comfortable with, like, mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I do yeah. crave that affection, but it like has, I have to be comfortable with them. And, um, and because I know what I'm looking for or think I know what I'm looking for in a romantic relationship, I know that I want that intimacy with that kind of person. So if I don't like that person, I'm like, who am I kidding? I don't want to lead either of us on. So like Mm -hmm. that makes it hard to want to do those, those simple things when I've just gotten to know someone when I'm like, this doesn't seem real to me yet. So it makes that hard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And also, okay, so just something that I've, like, was thinking about recently, too, that um, mm-hmm. you, that, like, kind of brought up what you were talking about is just in novels, again, Berkeley and I, half of our, if you're yes. like, our friendship is, like, based off of reading books <laughs> and commiserating <laughs> together about them. <clears throat> but just in a lot of novels, I know that there is a lot of critiques about, especially, you know, young adult novels or whatever about this thing called insta love you know these characters just like instantly fall in love and why it's not clear <laughs> but <laughs> um i i kind of feel that way of like just like how i get frustrated in um you know why novels if these two characters fall in love and you you don't i don't like get it or i don't i don't understand totally why but you just kind of go with it because that's what's supposed to happen you know mm-hmm. I also can't to me falling in love with person is like falling in love with their actions and like who their actions say they are you know mm-hmm. and oh, for sure you know and so that's how I've in my situations where I've dated people it's always been like we've been in friend groups first and we've gotten to know each other that way and then, like, based off of their actions, I, like, like them even more. And so, to me, if I was to ever write a novel, that's, I would make that a huge hallmark. <laughs> that it's, like, it's clear that, you know, this the, the person loves this main character not only because he's cute or whatever, but because he's a good person and, and he's proven that. And not even just that he's only nice to the main character or whatever, but because he's nice to everyone. I don't know. That's something that's always really bothered me. (laughs) No, I love it. I'm so glad you brought books back into this because that (laughs) is actually like a staple in why I have a hard time dating is like these expectations that I have from these novels. And I'm like, I want this love. I want what they have. I want what's going on. And it's like, like, I'll never... I've had this... Com- I had this conversation with a friend a while ago, like, over text, like, but, like, this makes me so mad, and, like, all these things, and it's... And, like, they made a good point when I was having this conversation. They're like, um, 
you're seeing you're seeing these characters in like the rising action the climax of like a situation like that this plot is right that this novel is about and you're seeing them in like mm-hmm. the most craziest dire situations and like i was actually just reading an article recently that like because of this pandemic like marriages have like increased and like so people are like realizing what's important right they're finding yeah. their priorities and they're like so like you're you're seeing these things in these novels where it's like it's these crazy situations they're like we could die it's so, like also like i realize i like I like you and like you're you're there for me and you're supporting me in this hard and it's like that's not real life (laughs) yeah and that sucks and again that's why we read is to escape reality a little bit because it's amazing these the way people write and whatever lots of other reasons but it doesn't it doesn't make me want it any less especially because I don't have it right (laughs) because I like am struggling to find it and like I feel like I, I feel as a being like playing the victim card like I feel like it's a little bit harder for me right and mm-hmm. even though I'm sure it's difficult for everybody but it's like I want this so bad and it's making it that much harder to find this impossible thing that's not real so I love novels yeah. but these expectations are crazy yeah they're not great <laughs> which actually okay another thing I just have to talk about too a huge frustration I have with novels and books <laughs> is that why is the main character always short? Why are they right? always short and dainty? I'm sick of it. <laughs> okay, one of my favorite books, which I know you've read because we've talked about it, but <laughs> Carve the Mark. That was one of the first things that I noticed. That character, yes. she describes her as tall. Yes! And I was like, I, w- I will love this book because of this. We love it! <laughs> if not anything else. <laughs> no, but I no, yeah. I remember that too, yeah. And it's... But yeah, every other... Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no. Yeah, just... No, just every female protagonist, I can't... Whatever. They're yeah. always short, and it is. It's... Because so, like, I've, I've vowed and haven't followed through, but I'm like, I will write a book with a tall <laughs> female protagonist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Has not happened yet, but it is coming soon. TBD. Same, same. <laughs> and it's just... One of my frustrations, too, is that because... It also, just like in general and in media and other things like like that, it's the the picture of like being feminism, like feminine, that's it. It's <laughs> being like, like kind of dainty, like short and you can have like a super small waist, but you still have like impossibly long hair or whatever. And <laughs> I, it's, it, I think slowly we're starting to see you know, some pushback with that in in society too, especially with women. They're like, no, I'm going to look how I look, and I think that's beautiful, and I think that's great. But mm-hmm. again, back to just like short novels, what getting to the root of the issue that bothers me is that these, a, a lot of times in these books, even though they're like small and short, they still, they still learn ways to like overcome that, and they're like still strong in, in spite of that which is great, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, how about some maybe taller characters that they also use that and, and they can be like strong and that's okay. And, you know, they don't have to like who they, they're like physique as a woman isn't setting, like holding them back. You know what I mean? Right. Mm -hmm. So, so, okay. Going off of that, this is actually a question I have I wish I could ask everybody. 
because personally, being tall, um, I've been grateful for it most of my life. Like, I've never really had, like, uh, I w- the only thing I wish I was shorter is, I don't wish I was shorter, but I wish they made longer pants. That's my, like, one qualm and like, <laughs> yes. all of this. I want pants, pant legs that drag on the floor. That is my one dream in life. Okay. But being tall, I feel like, uh, okay, so, like, shorter characters in books, they tend to have these, like, fiery personalities. And, like, mm-hmm. that's what make them attractive in these books is that they stand up for themselves and they're like they'll fight for whatever and it it seems weird because they're short so they should blend in but like this attitude is like what gets them through these things right yeah but like and I tend to see that in real life like shorter girls are a little bit more fiery because they have to be to find any kind of attention right and uh taller girls tend to be a little bit quieter a little bit more mellow and that's how I am that like we're both okay being in the background I'm I'm a very quiet soul and that's fine with me I will speak up for what I need to like I won't I won't be stepped on just because I'm quiet and prefer to be kind and listen whatever but I do feel like being tall I feel like I take up a lot of space now I hope I can explain this right but it doesn't matter where I am I feel like I'm in somebody's way and I'm always trying to be smaller and I don't know if that's because of my height or my personality or what so I am I am curious if other tall, tall girls feel this way like feel that they take up a lot of space and and don't want to or think they shouldn't or I don't know yes I totally <laughs> feel that way too I I totally agree with you and that's something that I was kind of thinking about too when we were talking about like dating with guys or just like you know, hanging out with groups of people and, like, you're just as tall as the guys. I I feel that way of, like, sometimes because I'm, I'm so tall or whatever and also because I'm, like, not absolutely stick thin that it's, like, mm-hmm. but because I, like, actually have muscle or whatever, I am taking up space and sometimes I don't like that. And I, even when I loved being being tall, like, back in middle school, I still had a problem with, like, my posture and, like, hunching. Because I felt like I was always trying to make myself smaller and be more on the level of other people. And so I definitely feel like what you're feeling. Like it's hard, like you said, it's kind of hard to put it into words, but sometimes Mm -hmm. you're just very aware, like very aware of your presence when when you're being tall. I, we kind of didn't say this, but when I asked about, your how's the weather up there stories like I mean the one I get most often is wow you're so tall and like I walk into a room and people look and then they look at my feet to see if I'm wearing heels and they look back up and they're shocked that I'm tall and it's like it is what it is that's whatever I'm used to it Mm -hmm. the funniest thing is when I go with people who aren't and they're like everyone's looking at you like why are they like like they like that's great like it's weird when people like aren't used to that Mm -hmm. but like I'm so used to being looked at and Again, this is part of my personality. I don't like being center of attention at all. Mm-hmm. So I already know people's eyes are on me because I'm tall. And then again, this comes back to being a human, being selfish and thinking that everything's about you, right? So I'm like, exactly. oh my gosh, they're still looking at me and they're going to continue looking at me and I don't want to be looked at anymore. But I already feel like I'm taking up space because people notice my height and I'm, they're aware of that. And then, and then I want to disappear. I'm like, okay, you notice me. That's great. Now let me be me. Let me be in my box and do my thing. But I'm so worried that... I don't know, I'm 
blocking someone's view i'm in i don't know it's just like that's that's one of my biggest frustrations is i'm like i don't i don't like feeling like i'm taking up space i should be allowed to take up space i am a three-dimensional object that should take up space Right. (laughs) right and actually maybe i think it's valid to bring in that uh, maybe a lot of guys who are tall don't necessarily feel that way. And so I think it, it also is, like, unfortunately part of being, like, a woman, too. And yeah. just, like, sometimes fighting back against, like, those. I mean, I don't know. Do you Would you agree with that? That is a good question. Like, I am curious. I do want wonder if – I would probably say the majority of guys probably don't feel that way they probably don't recognize that they're taking up space yeah which is fine but i do wonder if if some guys do or or yeah yeah that's a great question yeah i should ask Ask your friends let us know come back to that (laughs) okay we're good but you know i actually also have to say my when i was telling my mom and sisters about this they were they were like so excited about it that you were doing this and they thought it was so cool and I, I also just have to tell you that my mom has always admired you so much because of how you're not afraid to be tall. Like, you'll wear heels and, and things like that because they, com- they complete your outfit and it'll look so cute. And <laughs> she just, like, has always really admired you about, like, admired you because of that. And, and this is coming from someone who my mom herself is six foot and which is you know like i would mm-hmm. say tall enough for a, a woman mm-hmm. but she just always thought that that was the coolest thing she like you know word for word said something like i just never sensed in her that she was you know she was never shy about those things meanwhile like you were i feel like you're always more what's the word i'm looking for you're always like more willing to wear heels than I am. And like, I'm, I'm not even that tall, (laughs) (laughs) but because of you, I'm like, I will wear heels. I'll stomp over all this guys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell your mom. Thanks. I love your mom. And that's really nice that she says that, but I, I am curious about that. Like, we can go like we kind of touched on this in the beginning about confidence and height but like you said you were you loved your height and you were confident in it um kind of until college right when you had shorter friends and um why why I mean we kind we you felt that way because there were other tall people around you in high school um and even middle school but do you Mm -hmm. think was there was there anything else you think that helped you feel that or like what what was it that made you so quickly lose that confidence when you didn't have other tall people around you do you know like is there anything besides that I mean like I'm digging deeper here but (laughs) no no I think it's a good question and I think part of it um went back to like just the human experience of you don't want to stand out you know right and so maybe it was a, a process of when you're taking pictures with my girlfriends you know and you just like stick out because you're just a mm-hmm. lot taller than they are. Or you're taking pictures with a, a group of friends, like the girls and the guys. And, like, you're in the back row with the guys because you're the same height as all of them. Um, mm-hmm. And I, so I think it goes back to, like, you just want to, 
not stick out and be the same just like kind of be the, the same appearance that like have the same appearance that they have and you know it's not until like you just asked me that and looking back and thinking about it that it, it that seems like so obvious now you know and I think it also a lot of it also went back to just the attention that like my friends would get like over me because these guys if they're like shorter than me obviously even though I'm not even like interested in them they would treat me different than they would my friends and so right. even though we were just still friends it was like I, do you did that ever did you ever feel that way oh yeah always like I I do think that is one thing I would like to pride myself in as I think I did always have confidence in my height like I never really let that bother me. I will attribute that to my parents because my whole life growing up, that was their messaging was, it's amazing to be tall. Mm -hmm. And when you hear that growing up, like, why else, why would you believe anything else, right? Yeah. But yeah, you still do notice, like, you're standing in pictures and my head is, (laughs) everyone else's head comes to below my shoulders and it's like oh, well, there's Berkeley over there. And it's like, you, you can't you can't hide in a picture. And you're like, yeah. oh, I don't look great today. I don't want to look in this picture. But it's like, oh, there she is. <laughs> and yeah. it, but and it is hard when, especially when something you want, when you want to be asked on dates and you want to have a significant other. It's like, yeah. and all your friends are getting that attention. And it's like, what what's so wrong with me? Like, is it is it really just my height and I'm intimate? I mean, that's what I tell everybody. I'm like, if someone asks why I don't have a boyfriend or why if I date her and I'm like, I'm just too intimidating for everyone. I scare the crap out of all the guys, um, which I'm sure is true. But like, but you do, you start to question. You're like, is there something else wrong with me? Am I not fun to be around? Am I annoyed? Like, I don't know all these things. And it's like, you have to, you have to be grounded somewhere to be able to come back and go, yeah, no, it's like, chill out. Like (laughs) you're fine. It's not you actually. I mean, yeah. and sometimes it is, right? Yeah. Like, sometimes you could be an annoying human being, but, like, most of the time, if it's consistently that, like, it's it's not you, like. Right. And if you're okay with that, you'll attract the right people at some point. Yeah. No, and, and I, I really like, I really like that, and I think that's very true. And I, I think, too, that it, what am I trying to say? Yeah, I'll just cut that part out. Um, <laughs> I think that, did, would you say that you, our experiences also may differ in that obviously you were playing a college sport and I wasn't. And so maybe you were surrounded by, or like had interactions with other guys, like, you know, the basketball or football players who maybe were taller. Um, like what, what were those interactions like for you? Yeah, um, I'm going to bring out, well, honestly, it, there wasn't a lot, but again, I'm not very outgoing and I don't reach out for that kind of conversation. Like we'd go to some like house parties every once in a while with teammates, but like I'd sit in the back and be like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> right. Like this is yeah. really my scene. But so like, I, I don't really feel like I had a ton of those interactions. I was friends with a few football players, but again, it mostly was because of church. Like, yeah. and I think most people knew that I was a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and they knew my standards, especially in Utah. I mean, for those listening that don't know, I mean, Utah's 
the hub of Mormonism. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so it's pretty common. It's like people, mm-hmm. you know that about a person and you either like, yeah, I'm cool with those standards or in college you're like, nope, I'm having a good time and don't want to be a part of that. And mm-hmm. so I actually really wasn't around a ton of athletes simply because they wanted to do different things than me most of the time. So in that sense, it almost felt even harder. Is like I yeah. wasn't even with the the athletes and then I was 10 times, I was like, that made it even more intimidating for anyone who was an athlete because now she's taller than me and she's an athlete. Like for some reason, that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so... It was really hard for a couple of years, and it's like, well, why even bother? Let me just focus on volleyball. I don't really plan to get married anytime soon anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. that'd be nice if it happened, but, like, I just I just had to shift my focus, like, and I, and I had to have faith that Heavenly Father has a plan for me, and yeah. I'm going to do me and trust that that's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. Again, I don't really know if I answered your question. I blame just goes so no no and i'm glad you (laughs) like you talked about that because some people might see you like that she's you know she's tall and gorgeous and and plays played volleyball for the u of u and all this stuff so like berkeley like why haven't you found some like tall nice basketball boy and i'm glad that you're saying that like well it's not that easy (laughs) or that simple yeah and yeah and I am, I guess, grateful. I mean, you see it all over Instagram. People are like, my family keeps asking me why I'm single. I guess I'm grateful that my family doesn't ask me that. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. Extended family or immediate family. They're like, you don't want kids yet. Live your life. <laughs> all right, thanks. <laughs> so I'm getting no pressure from anybody else. Any pressure is coming from me. So that's nice. So I'm sorry to all of you that feel pressure from yourself and pressure from your family. That sucks. <laughs> Tell them to live their own lives. But Yeah, tell them to shove it. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, But it's definitely getting harder the older I get. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to start my life. Where are all of you? (laughs) Let's go. I do have to (laughs) And then being in a foreign country, so. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, first off, Berkeley, find that nice Parisian boy. (laughs) Make you some French food. Oh, boy. That's a dream. Yeah. No, but just that. Honestly, I've I kind of feel we might differ in this a little bit, and that for me, I'm like I am in no rush to get married. Not because I I don't want to be or anything, but just because I'm like mm-hmm. for me, I why would I want to? I don't have an urge to get married just because I like haven't met the right guy yet, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I know that that will come in time until my. <laughs> My brother, he's the uh, first and only person of my siblings to get married so far. And he married a tall girl. Thank heavens. We love her. <laughs> we, were, we were scared that just because he was so tall, we just kept joking. We were like, Jackson, you better not marry a short girl. Just because there are tall girls out there that need you, that, that you need yeah. to marry. But anyway, so after they got married and they just had their first child about a year ago his name is Hudson absolutely adorable anyway so after that all happened I was like oh oh, maybe maybe getting married and being a parent would be nice (laughs) that's the first time I had I had like an I'm like okay that seems great I want a child I can I can play with all day (laughs) yeah I know there's a lot more to it than just that but that was the (laughs) first time that I was like 
Oh, okay. Maybe maybe I should try and get married. <laughs> well, that's how it starts, right? I mean, we are young, and, like, I do forget that. I mean, you think you're, like, everything's about us because we're selfish human beings, and it's, like, right. 23, and I, yeah. I'm, like... I feel so behind the times. That's a, that was actually a question I wanted to ask you. Like, I I mean, you kind of just answered it, but in a way, well, like, lots of people, I've never felt this, but, like, I, there's things that I want for myself, but, like, lots of people feel like they're not successful or, or they're, like, failing at life if they're not in a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. and you kind of said that you're, like, you're not in any rush to get married, but um, have you ever felt that, like, that you're failing because you're not in a relationship I guess not even that you're not married but just like in a relationship like right yeah I've I've never really felt that way so yeah like you said the only pressure I may have put on myself is like I don't feel self-conscious until I maybe start to think of like oh like what does my extended family think of me or like just thing what other people might think of me is like oh like what's wrong with her because she you know didn't graduate and she's not married or whatever which like Mm -hmm. when you just say it out loud I'm like of course that's ridiculous you know nothing yeah nothing's wrong with me and I think for me I I, especially in high school I always had this mindset of I was never basing my worth off of you know whether I was in a relationship or not because um to me well first off I very quickly realized that the boys in high school just like aren't worth (laughs) it you know to, to like have to get into a relationship or whatever but I think something I've really learned too is that I really had to work on myself which I know that Mm -hmm. sounds like so self-helpy and like whatever but no it's it's, real it's very true and it's I I think also with the example of my parents I never felt self-conscious about it just for context my mom was 24 when she got married she had just graduated from college and my dad was 32 actually and so for which doesn't seem very old but for being in this this church um Mm -hmm. it's, it's a little older especially for a bachelor but the truth is that and we joke about this that he like had to wait until like my mom grew up because she knows that if they they met each other when she was younger like like 20 or something um they they may not have liked each other and so I see that example like I just know for myself that if if someone from the beginning of when I started college to the end I am a completely different person and and for the better and so Mm -hmm. my mindset has really been like working on myself in a lot of different aspects so that my whole thing is like I want to be in a good place so that I can contribute to a healthy relationship I I never want to enter a relationship because I feel like I need it but only because it'll like add to my life you know and I want to be someone that can like support a partner someone like that so once that like became obvious to me I I didn't really of course, like, you watch, you know, the, the cute shows and read the cute novels, and you're like, oh, so cute. Like, I, you know, I, of course, would want a guy to do that. But just seeing the reality of it, I, I, I think I'm very grounded in that aspect of I need to make sure that in order to have this, like, great relationship that I want, I have, 
half of it is me. And so I need to live up to the expectations that I would be putting out there for someone else. Yeah, that is so real. And and you don't realize it until you learn some things about yourself. But like, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Like you, you grow up a lot. And there's a lot of reasons why you don't do things at a young age because you just don't know. You just, there's just so much about the world that you don't know. And yeah, yeah and the fact that you could be the reason for a toxic relationship just because you're not mature enough. Like, that's yeah. a serious thing. Like, there are some problems that go down in relationships if you're both not ready and it's just yeah learn the hard way you know like I've, I've definitely learned the hard way like and there weren't any serious relationships but there are some things that I'm like I know I needed to go through that because now I know for the next time like but it could have been 10 times worse if I would have tried to do this five years ago you know like if yes. I was trying to be like everybody else and so things like that scare me a little bit I'm like maybe I'll never be ready I don't know if I'm ever gonna be mature <laughs> enough for this <laughs> No, that's, that's how I feel, too. A lot of times marriage just scares me, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I mean, there's so many great things about it. But, yeah, yeah. you have to it, – it's a partnership, and you have to be prepared to to give and give and take. Right, exactly. I'm like, am I, am I going to be able to support someone in the, in the way that I hope they would support me, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I have – um one more question specifically from the last person i talked on this podcast her name is kyla ritchie i'm asking um i kind of want from one tall girl to another um i asked her if she had any questions for other tall girls that she wanted to ask and then i'm going to ask you the same thing so her question to you as another tall girl is would there be anything someone could say to you to give you the confidence you needed when you were younger? Like, is there something or does it come from within ourselves over time? Hmm. I would feel maybe personally that it, it does have to come from within eventually to make it long lasting Hmm. to maybe help along that kind of journey to get there definitely honestly it sounds like the the things that your parents told you growing up now I because maybe for more like context my my parents did say like similar things to me as well but I think also Mm -hmm. in the context my mom growing up she was pretty she was really self-conscious about her height too um because she really she was tall pretty on and she kind of felt like you know lanky and she, and so I think because of that, she also was really good at com- also like commiserating with us when we felt too tall mm-hmm. for like, you know, if a dress was like too short on us because we were too tall or, or, or we, we were, felt uncomfortable because we were tall around other people. She was able to like, you know, like I said, commiserate with us on that. Yeah. And so... But just hearing, like, you know, what your parents always said to you, I think that can have an impact early on. Just being of, like, just saying being proud of your height and Mm -hmm. and really loving that. Um, I know that's really vague, but I think it's... (laughs) No, it's it's real. real. Yeah. 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 Okay, so to you, do you have anything that you've ever want to ask? 
ever wanted to ask other tall girls. Yeah. Yeah, let me ask. Let me think for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take your time. So I, I want to ask this, but I also I also kind of don't. <laughs> but throw it out there. Let's one, see. One thing is that I guess if you did have, you know, magically an opportunity to be shorter, be just like the average height of like five five or five eight or whatever, would you do it? And if I was asked that, I would say no. <laughs> Even though yeah. I think it would kind of be tempting because maybe for a day <laughs> yeah maybe for a day just see what it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah um no i'm with you yeah so if i so is that your answer just for a day hmm it's more of a joke but yeah let's see i <laughs> i mean i think it would be i i have always wondered what it would be like to be shorter for a day like just simply like you know, you walk through crowds and like my head's always over and like even at con like I always have fresh air. Like I really kind of like I, I feel like I would be claustrophobic if I was like short in a crowd and like yeah. I wouldn't know what to do. Like, yeah, it's like I'm genuinely curious about things like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. That's so, yeah, just for a day. I would never want to be shorter, though. I really do love my height. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And and that's how I feel about it, too. Like as soon as I thought of that, I don't want it to be like, oh, like, isn't that what everyone wants is to like be normal and perfect because if if I were genuinely asked that I'd be defensive of my height like um no <laughs> like but there are some people out there that probably would who are tall that would love would would, would want to change their yeah. height yeah so it's a good question yeah. actually I don't know I mean I shouldn't say that but I'm, I'm sure there's at least one person out there but yeah it's a good question yeah. um, all right can I end um, with a question yeah. Just just back to books. What's the most recent yeah. book you've read? I want to know. Wow. Does it have to be completed? Because I think I'm like in the middle of a couple books right now, actually. It doesn't have to be completed. Just like whatever you're working on. Well, so my friend Cooper, who is pushing me to do this podcast, mm -hmm. he, I'm going to get the name of the book wrong, but he invited me to read the book, The War of Art. That was really good. I did actually finish that. That was probably the most recent finished one. That's a nice quick read, but it's interesting take on everything, not just not just art, but like how you view like you could put it to your career, just like anything you're doing. Um, it was cool. It's a cool way to think about things. The other book that I am reading, and I'm actually trying to read it slowly because you know me, I like to power through books and read <laughs> them as fast as I can. Yep. And I'm actually reading quite slowly. I don't know why but is Little Women. I have wanted to read that book since uh, since Friends. Rachel reads it in Friends, and not just because Rachel <laughs> read it, but I was just like, she loved the book. Then Joey read it. He cried. I was like, sure, let's read it. And then I talked to my mom about it. She's like, that's one of my favorite books. You really, you should really read it. And I was like, okay, great. Um, yeah. So it's been on my list for a long time. Then there was a movie coming out, and I was like, I got to read it before the movie comes out. Didn't read it before the movie came out watched it on my flight from Vegas to Paris and I absolutely loved the movie. So I was like, all right, now I really got to read the book. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I'm reading it. I'm reading it now. And this is like one of the first times and maybe one of the only times I would actually say, I'm glad I read the, I uh, saw the movie first simply just be like, 
personally, I have a hard time reading classics. I feel like it takes me forever just because it's a different time and different type of writing. And I don't know, I struggle with it. So having that movie reference of the idea of what's going on helped me get into this novel more. And I, I'm loving it, but I, I loved the movie. I love the book so far, but yeah, I'm trying to take my time and read it. That's, That's good to know. We're just far yeah. too similar because I, I haven't seen Little Woman yet because I want to read the book first. Yeah. So maybe I'll do it. You did. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Uh, okay. Well, I want to know now, too. What book are you reading? Because you're okay. always reading one, too. <laughs> well, because I am in the middle of the job search. One I'm yeah. in the middle of reading is called the 20-minute networking meeting. Very okay. interesting. <laughs> Um, yes. But then actually uh, a YA novel trilogy that I just read actually is the first one is called The Cruel Prince. And okay. it's interesting. Okay. Also, I just have to win another book lament I have. So twice now, this has happened to me where I've started a, a book and it's not obvious that there's going to be magic in it, but... <laughs> by the time the first book has ended and like the trilogy it's like all about magic and yeah and stuff like that so i've gotten like catfished by two books (laughs) with magic not that i'm like saying i don't like that but i like don't go looking out for like fantasy or like magic novels or anything anyway so um, the cruel prince was the third book i've like read so far that uh, they're they're like you know like fey like elves or whatever yeah it's kind of yeah. like that except it's not it's not like it's like there's a human and they like just stuff goes down you know living <laughs> in the fairy world so it, it was it was interesting it was just like something to pass the time with you know yeah just just kind of like i said like kind of a, a comfort book just to to read before bed honestly i don't know if i would recommend it other than something to pass the time. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, good. I love having new books on my list, and you're always my go-to for that. So. Oh, thanks. But yeah, anyone listening, Anne has great recommendations. So if you want to know more books, hit us up. We've got lists and lists, and we'll tell you our <laughs> opinions about them, too. <laughs> yes, we will. We should also note that, well, Berkeley has awesome book recommendations, too. Our tradition since high school has been... Our gifts for each other for Christmas has always been we swap books. We'll, we'll choose a title for the other and give it to them. And I've read some awesome books that way. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things that we've ever done. Yeah. I can't remember if you found it or I found it, but we we found that there was a tradition. Now I'm going to get it wrong. Some country in Europe, there's yes. a tradition that they that that's what people do is they trade novels on Christmas Eve or right christmas eve and then you read the you read the book on christmas and so we were like we love that that's that's a great way to read new books and (laughs) those are great gifts for each other so anyone who has friends out there that love to read it's a it's a really fun way to get new books and and find a perfect gift for someone so yeah and i realized wait are you going to be home for christmas tbd hopefully fingers crossed okay because i realized i was like this might be one of the first christmases since like in years that we may not be able to do it in person 
Yeah, as soon as you brought that up, that I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, we we can chat about this later. But, okay. Um, it was so nice to have you on, and I'm so glad we got to have that conversation. It was really, really awesome. Well, thank you, Berkeley. So thanks. Me too. I was I I found it very enlightening, and it was really <sighs> awesome to talk about a lot of these things. Thanks so much for listening. As always, subscribe, comment, and share with all your friends. You can find us on Instagram at Too Tall For You Podcast. Thanks again, and catch you next time.